Welcome, Welcome to the Author Factor Podcast, the show for profitable insights and tips with business owners, entrepreneurs, and CEOs who use their nonfiction book to create the ultimate competitive advantage and grow their business. Grow their business. Grow their business. Here's your host, Amazon best-selling author and book publishing coach, Mike Capuzzi. Welcome to another profitable episode of the Author Factor Podcast. I'm Mike Capuzzi, and I want to thank you for joining us. My guest today is Andrea Edwards. Andrea is a globally award-winning B2B communications professional who works with the world's largest companies on the transformation needed within to maximize business growth in our digital future. A change agent, provocateur, author, professional speaker, passionate communicator, and social leader, Andrea is all about helping businesses understand how they can empower employees to delight customers, grow personal career opportunities, and build brand access. Andrea is the author of several books, including Uncommon Courage and Invitation. Andrea, welcome to the Author Factor podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Yes. And as we were talking, you are this week as I'm recording these episodes, you're my second, like on the other side of the globe author. Where are you calling in from today? So I'm in Phuket, Thailand, but my accent is Australian for those not familiar with it. Very so, good. Yeah. Uh, I know it's, <laughs> it's nighttime where you are, so we're, we're not going to delay this, um, but I want to no, again okay. thank you. So Andrew, if you would, describe a bit more about your business, who your ideal clients are, and how you serve them. Yeah. So the business, the way I make money um, is a brand which I call the Digital Conversationalist. So basically what I do is I work with large B2B companies and I work with their senior leadership team and then their wider employee base. And I teach them how to use social media as a business professional, but with a mindset of service, with integrity and what I call the giving economy mindset. So that's, you don't participate for your own ego. You're there to serve your whole community and help others rise. So that's basically what I've been doing for a number of years now. My background's PR and then it sort of went into content marketing. So that's where the communications stuff comes from. But um, I just saw this big gap between the, the beautiful content that companies were creating and nobody was looking at it. <laughs> And and it was basically because the employees weren't sharing it and the employees weren't sharing it because they weren't given permission to be a voice for, in their own right by the companies that they worked for because traditional PR is all about the only voices of value are at the top of an organisation. And while those voices are very, very important, the reality is businesses need to embrace all voices in an organisation today. So that's kind of the business side of the focus. Yeah. I know you work with a lot of large companies. Are there any, just in case someone's listening and says, hey, I want to you know, potentially work with you, is there a company that's too small or a business owner that might be too small for you to work with? No, it's, it, I, I like to work with the big companies because I like to create change at scale. So if I, if I can you know, touch 1,000 employees across an organization, I not only can transform the business, but I can, the impact of that 1,000 people is is much huger. But, you know, I've written a book. My first book was 18 Steps to an All-Star LinkedIn Profile, so people can get the tips from that. Um, I'm blogging about it all the time. I've just recently uh, released a blog called The Social Leadership Manifesto, which is the real philosophy. So, I mean, I'm always putting information out there to help people. But if someone obviously reaches out, I'm, I'm here. But I'm a little bit focused on other stuff going on in the world at the moment, so that's why I 
tend to keep my focus pretty tight. Yeah, yeah, it's understandable. So let's talk about Uncommon Courage, which uh, is your I, I, it's your most recent book, correct? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So tell tell our audience a bit more about it. Um, you know why you decide to write it, who should read it, and what they'll get by reading it. Okay. So on the first of January, twenty twenty, it was my fiftieth birthday, and for fifty days up until my fiftieth, I did a, a short video every day of the wisdoms that I'd achieved in my life or gained in my life, and obviously a couple of months later, COVID hit. It hit us sooner than it hit you. Thailand was the first country out of China to get impacted. Um, so we were in lockdown earlier and it was a pretty, I don't know if you remember the time, it was, I, I was stunned, I reckon, for a month, right? It's something we always knew was going to come and here it was. And I got a transcription done of the, of the wisdoms and I just, I hated it and I put them away. And then six months later, I could just feel the whole world was in pain. People were languishing, uh, the rage, the the divisions, all that stuff that was going on. And um, I just felt the need to put something out there in the world that could just address that. And the best way to address it is for all of us to go within and say, you know, if you're if you're not talking to members of your family, you know, if everyone's just screaming at each other and the divisions you know, the mask or not mask, vax or anti-vax or all that stuff, right? If you're if you're sitting in that position, how do you feel? How do you feel in your body? Are you happy? Are you happy with your life? Are you happy with the world, your country? And so this book is really about everything I've learnt and the 50 wisdoms turned into 108. So it's a big book, um, but it's, it's just everything I've learnt and it covers seven topics. So it's Self-awareness, which I think is something that's really, really lacking in the world, in business and in society. Self-empowerment, so people who aren't feeling strong in themselves, how do you empower yourself? Empower others, that's something I really believe in. It's not about you, it's about all of us together. Uh, I talk about climate courage, because climate is a big issue for me, and if you follow me on social media, you'll see I'm talking about it a lot. Uh, Social leadership, which is my core skill. Uh, Career thoughts, and I've just gone blank on my seventh. Um, external influence. So other people's ideas, uh, society's ideas, you know, do you believe them? Are they right? Should you be taking them on board? So it's sort of talking about how do you identify all this stuff and in you and then work out what you want to continue to own and what needs to be rejected so that you can move forward and become the best version of yourself. And that's all, you know, it's about. And so who's it relevant for? Um, I think women are focusing on it more because women tend to focus on it more, that sort of inspirational self-help sort of stuff. But a lot of the guys that have been reading it have been um, really, really deeply impacted by it too. So uh, people have said to me, like, teenagers should read it because, you know, if you can avoid the mistakes uh, that we we all make or get rid of the baggage before before it becomes sort of deeply invested inside of you right so it's a it's a very wide ranging book and the market needs to tell me who it's for hmm. it's not i didn't write it with an audience in mind it i wrote it with humanity in mind and kindness you know yeah you know, and as as I'm listening to you, I, I realize it, this definitely sounds like what I you know I typically call like a, almost like a passion project. 
right? Yeah. So a lot of the authors I interview are writing books that are very specific about their business. It's meant to tie them to their business. And correct me if I'm wrong here, if, you know, but because I want to do di- I want to dive into it deeper how you're using it and such. But it does sound like you had this passion. I mean, these videos that you created it turned into this, and it really was just meant, like you said, to be put out there to help humanity. But having said that, is it something that you know? Is it totally distinct from your business and you know what you're doing in business? Do you see a connection yet? So one of the things I talk about is social leadership. That's my business, right? So I talk about how to participate on social media, and I participate on social media. So the companies that come to me, come to me because the the C-level execs admire what I do. So I, a lot of people are out there talking about social media, training on social media, and they, everyone's doing their own thing. But what attracts businesses to me is how I participate. So it's an extension of that, but it's also a recognition of, you know, we we've got some huge challenges facing the world right now. Massive, massive challenges. You know, uh, we could be facing famine this year on, on a scale the world has never seen. Um, the climate crisis is obviously front and centre in people's minds. Um, you know, with this major news is breaking. It's, it's happening faster. It's more severe. You know, those sort of messages, which is something I've been, I've known for a long time because I've been tracking it. So, it, it, it all comes together and I suppose what I'm at a point in my life, it's not about business, it's about, it's about a much bigger mission and I'm, I'm also a believer that if you can really put yourself out there into the world from a really sort of deep message sort of place, um, opportunities come to you that you can't even imagine. I think too many people have, have an idea of what they want and sometimes if you just leave the door open and see what comes in, it doesn't, but you've still got to be focused. Like you don't say yes to the first thing that comes in, but you never know what's going to come in. So I'm, I, I suppose I'm at a point in my career and in my life where the door's open and I'll see where the journey takes me. And, um, but the, but the bigger mission is I just want to be one of the voices out there that sort of said, basically I'm knocking everyone's heads, heads together saying, come on, this is crazy. You know, divided who, who who wins when we're divided none of us none of us and it's a you know i'm a history history student uh, all through history divided before right and uh you know so yeah i just want to be one of those voices that i want to make the world a better place and, oh, and i, I believe it. that we can yep. yeah I, I love it andrea i really do and I, I i want to dive a little bit deeper because the point of this podcast and i've gone through a recent rebrand of it but i called it the author factor because i really believe you know, there's something special when someone decides to invest the time, energy, money, oftentimes, to yep. write a book, right? Mm-hmm. And again, some are business, very business specific. Some are more, like I said, you know, passion projects like yours. But there is something special that happens. Oftentimes you write, you may not ever know, you know, who's impacted. You'll see good Amazon reviews, stuff like that, of course, from time to time. But you just never know. Because of the kind of book that you've written here, I want to dive a little deeper and probably differ a little than from my typical interviews. Not so much talk about business, but let's talk about the author factor, about how this type of book, a book that was very important to you, that you know is important to other people, and how it can make a difference. So, you know, I know it's not hasn't been that long since you've published it, but specific to this book, has there been any... Anything that's come from it already that has been 
you know, made it either different to you or just made you say, geez, this was, this was, this was, I'm glad I did this. Oh, definitely. I mean, some of the conversations I'm having with people, Mm -hmm. you know, and and it's typically private, it's not public. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I'm sort of like, hey, could you put it up on social media? (laughs) That'd be great. Do a video for me, you know. Um, But um, how deep it's touching people. That's that's you know that's what I'm appreciating and the the connection that people are feeling to me. The challenge is, I, I published two books during the pandemic. I I don't get to be on the road to see people, mm-hmm. so I don't get to talk to people. I don't get that real face to face experience that you get when you publish a book and people can talk to you about how how it makes them feel. Apart apart from my community here, so that's that's been a challenge. Um, Right. Let me remind me of the question. Did I? Did I? Well, just it? and you, you hit on. It. I mean, just how how a book like this, you know, how it's made a difference already for you and your your world. I would like to ask you this because you're such an expert on social media and interaction. It's not something I typically focus, but I think it's important. So, someone who has written a book like this, let's again, let's just say nonfiction business book, because that's that's you know the kind of books we focus on here. What kind of things should authors be doing on social media or just, just to get the book out there? Because you and I both know if no one knows about your book, no one's going to be impacted, right? And, mm-hmm. and so many authors just write it and think, oh, I'm done, <laughs> which is not the oh, case, yeah. right? That's not no. the case. <laughs> um, so I'd love to hear your insights from your viewpoint, your, your experience about you know, once the book is done, what are some of your suggestions and, and things that you would encourage others to do? Oh, not even when the book is done. Mm. You, sh- you yeah. should be building a social media presence long before you even think of writing a book uh, and talking about it, uh, you know, your expertise, what you're known for, uh, building your credibility, building your voice, you know, that should be happening. From If, you ha- if you're not doing it now, start, right? And, 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 and give everything away, you know, just be really free. And don't do it for you. Don't do it for your ego. Do it to, to deliver service to an audience, whoever that audience is for you. Be very specific about that, you know, because if you can be specific. So if you want to write for women, write for women. If you want to write for business leaders, so my social leadership content, I'm always talking to the C-suite. That's my, that's my message. It's for them. Um, but it doesn't mean it's not relevant to a wider audience, but that's who's in my mind when I'm speaking. So audience is super important. Being really focused on your message is really important. And, and, and active participation, but don't overwhelm. Too many people are there all the time doing too much. Mm. Um, I'm actually doing more now than I've ever done. So every single day I'm putting out um, climate content, but it's just a, it's just like a 10-second video with a, the, a daily tip. And I'm doing a live stream, I'm doing a podcast, I'm doing a weekend reads. So I'm doing a lot more than I've ever done. But the only reason I'm doing it is because I have a message that's urgent and people aren't paying attention, so I'm I'm becoming more urgent in my message to to try and help get the message out there. But otherwise, don't overwhelm your audience, especially if you're not doing a lot right now. But, you know, I still hear people saying, you should be doing something every day, you should be doing this. No, you shouldn't. No one can give you all their time. You know, we are all in the business of earning time today. And we're also in the business of earning and keeping trust. So if you're just there, just and, and, and be high value, like be world class. If you're going to show up, People are going to say, Andrea's on social media, I've got to listen to what she's got to say. If they're not saying that, then it's really difficult to build that credibility. So always, you know, focus on world class, less less is more, and um, 
be be of service to an audience you know be there to make someone's life better make them laugh educate <laughs> them whatever it is right but just be there for them not for you it's not about you it's about them i love it i meant to ask you with uncommon courage did you self publish that or did you get work with a publisher yeah, I self-published it, and um, and I self-published my first book. It was hybrid sort of publishing thing, but I, it was it was a very specific reason. Um, it's a all you'll see all, all these professional reviews that I've got now. Um, it's a very unorthodox book, and I know that if I had have gone through a traditional publisher, they would not have allowed me to do it. And um, one of my pieces of advice is trust your own counsel, and uh, I trust myself. I trust my mind. I trust how I think. Um, it doesn't mean I'm arrogant, but um, too many books today are the same. They follow a formula and social media follows a formula. Uh, everyone's following the same formula and it's boring. Uh, so I think you've got you've to really stand out and be unique. And um, self-publishing was my way of being in control of the whole process. So that's, that, that was a, a very active choice a long time ago. I would never have dreamt of doing that because to me it... Um, self-publishing -pub, self lacked credibility, but I think everything's changed around yes. that now. Yeah. 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 It, it makes it for a lot of folks, it just makes it much more feasible, realistic. And again, if yeah. you have a message to share, I mean, if you work the traditional publisher route, which obviously it has its, you know, reasons for existence, but it takes a heck of a lot longer. And oh, as yeah. you said, they, they control the message oftentimes up down to the cover and everything. So it can really be a, yeah. you know, a discombobulating experience if you have in mind what you're thinking about, what the book should be like. Regarding the author journey, Andrea, you've, you've published a couple books now. Is there anything that you would want to warn someone about who has yet to write that first book? A mistake made, a speed bump, a word of caution from your own experience? Don't rely on your community to help you succeed. Hmm. Which sounds, uh, you know, it sounds like a bit of a contradiction. If everyone on social media who supported me uh, bought my book, it, it, I would have had a very different start. But the reality is most people don't. They do support you on social media, but they don't take that step of buying the book. They Most people don't understand how important that first week is for publishing, unless you're, you're explicitly explaining it to people all the time. And I, I just, just that always felt really crass to me. So they don't really understand what it, what you're doing and why it's important and how they can help you succeed. So don't rely on it. And and it's good if you it's it doesn't mean that they won't do it. But if you're not relying on it, first of all, you won't be disappointed. But second of all, you're going to focus on what you need to do, and that's. A really effective social media marketing campaign, uh, you know how you how you talk about the book, how you present the information in the book, um, all all of the different aspects that you're going to do, and also spending money on marketing. Uh, that's something that um, I've been doing, uh, especially this year. Um, America's the biggest reading audience in the world. Americans buy books. Like India's the biggest English language market in the world, but they don't spend the money on the books the way Americans do. So. Really sort of thinking about those sort of things. But, um, yeah, but you've got to have a position of credibility to start with. And I think if you can just get started on that, and sometimes the blogs can turn into the book chapters, you know, if you, if you, if you plan it out well. As, you know, I, didn't, I don't like to do it that way, but it is a way that mm -hmm. you can start getting your content moving. Are you using 
podcasts, other people's podcasts like this one as a way of sharing your message? Are you doing a lot of that or just as they come? How's that? Are you, is there a yeah, focused I've, effort? I've, yeah, I've just, um, there's a company in, in the States called Mazzullo Associates and I paid them to get me on 12 podcasts that, you know, can get my message out. So that's something that I would recommend, you know, if you want to get your voice out there. I think there's something really powerful. I, I, I've got my own podcast. I really believe in in the power of it. I think, not I mean, not everyone's going to listen to podcasts, but they do have a big audience. It's and it's a growing content platform. So, um, so podcasting is getting on other people's podcasts is definitely a path that is good if you want to build build your profile as an author. Yeah, it's definitely something that's it's a it is a big opportunity for a lot of folks. Um, yeah, it's something you're seeing more and more book authors do. So, Andrew, if, if you could picture in your mind uh, another professional like yourself uh, who's got a lot of experience, always has had the dream of writing a book, but for whatever reason just hasn't done it. They, they don't think they're a good enough writer. They, you know, they don't have a big enough social media platform, whatever it might be. There's, there's blockage there. What word of encouragement would you give that person? If you're going to lie on your deathbed and regret this, mm. then the, you've just got to get started, you know, and it's not an easy thing to do. Like, I had to... I was lost in my book for six months. I wasn't focused on anything else that I didn't have to be focused on. So, I mean, it's like nearly a 500-page book, right? It's a big book. So it's not one of your short books <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, you've got to give yourself the space for it. And if it's something that you have, you have to do, it's, in, it's inside of you, you know, and you know that you need to get it out of there. You just got to make the time and the space to do it. You know, if you're in a if you're in a partnership or a marriage, or you know you've got children, or you know there's or there's always a distraction, right? Or a job. You've just got to sit down and say, how can how can I do this? How can I how can I make this work? You know, so some people go off on two week holidays by themselves and mm-hmm. come home and write a book. I've, that's not a that's not a strategy that would ever work for me. I always say to my husband, I'm going to get lost now. I don't know when I'll be back. I'll see you on the other side. You know, and I, I actually prefer to do it at home because I'm set up, I'm more comfortable, my chair's comfortable, you go and stay in a hotel, it hurts your back, you know, that sort of stuff. But create the space that you need and get going. But, yeah, if you're going to, look, you know, a lot of people will never do it, you know, and they'll have an excuse for the rest of their life. If you if it's something you have to do, do it. And the only person you can blame at the end of it if you don't is yourself. So, you know, and that's a self-worth issue as well. You know, will people listen to me? Am I worthy? You know, all that sort of stuff. Get that stuff out of your head. That internal chatter does not serve you. That's, I talk about stuff like that in the book, you know. Put it out there. If, one, if it changes one life, it's worth doing. Great advice. Great advice, Andrea. So as we wrap up here... I'd love to hear your final thought. Again, I, I, this, this podcast, the rebrand of what I call the author factor. I just love to hear your thoughts on what it has meant to you, your, either your business, your audience. What does it mean? What does the author factor mean to you? When I published my first book, which is called 18 Steps to an All-Star LinkedIn Profile, easy off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's like, it's, it is like your shorts. It's about 178 pages. So it's a little bit longer than what you recommend. But when I published that, so basically that was a document that I was handing out to all of my clients. And it, because I didn't want to teach it anymore. I didn't want to teach people how to set up a LinkedIn profile because it was, it's boring, right? So, um, 
if you teach something over and over again, it gets dull. So I'd been giving it out for years and then I wasn't being put on these lists uh, for LinkedIn's top people. And I found out it was because I hadn't published a book. And I'm like, I'm so stupid. I've got a book. I've been giving away a book for five years and I've never published it as a book. So I published it. Mm. And what I found really amazing, so that's another thing you can do, especially if you're going to do something very specific like business, be, be always creating a book, you know, that do this, the, the tips sort of stuff. You, you can always do that off the back of a training program. Um, but what I found really interesting was the way people looked at me after I published the book changed. There was deep respect for it. And it really surprised me because of all the things I'd been doing, <laughs> and I'd been doing so many things for such a long period of time. You know, I've been blogging for since, uh, you know, <laughs> two decades ago now god isn't it scary um (laughs) scary i mean i was one of the very first people on social media i love social media you know i'm an australian living all around the world it keeps me connected to my community i see all the positives as well as the negatives obviously but yeah it um it changed people's perception of me you know and it it matters and I, i talk to people about it a lot now in my community it matters publishing a book so go and publish a book don't do it for the sake of it. Do something real. Do something that's, that is that is needed, that's meaningful to you, you know, and it, it does make a difference. It does build, it gives you a, a credibility that you can't explain until you know, until the day happens, right? You, oh, you know what I mean. Yeah, so it's, a, yeah, it's definitely a worthwhile thing to do. That's, that's a very interesting way. I just, you just like, one of the, I almost got chills when you said that because I'd, I haven't heard anyone say it just, even I haven't said it the way, the way you said it be, there's, you know, how you, you know, you don't know until you actually do it. And yeah. and again, a lot of people can tell you all these things and you, everyone, you know, write a book, write a book, write a book. But uh, there's something special, especially when you know it's helping people. Uh, yeah. So it's, it, there is something special there. So thank you for sharing that. Andrew, this has been great. I appreciate your time. Can you share how our listeners can learn more about you? Where can they get your book? All that good stuff, please. I've got two websites. So andreatedwards.com, where I sort of talk about social leadership and all that stuff. Uncommon, un, sorry, uncommon-courage.com is my book, where I've got my other blog, which tends to be a little bit more personal. Um, and then my professional profile is Andrea T. Edwards. So that's LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. And then I've, I've got a couple of others, but that, they're the main things. Andrea T. Edwards is my handle that I use widely across social media. So you can find me there. I'm it, I'm not hard I'm not I'm not what is it I'm not hard to find yeah. okay, that's it <laughs> I am easy to find yeah both very yeah. good well Andrea yeah. thank you very much I appreciate your time I appreciate your wisdom and your insights so uh, have a good evening yeah it's nice to meet you thank you for, thank you for doing this and to my listeners thank you and if you found this podcast helpful please help me grow it by sharing with your network and leaving a review on Apple podcast till next time this is Mike Capuzzi Thank you for listening to the Author Factor Podcast. To learn more about Mike's unique short book publishing opportunities, please visit bitesizedbooks.com.